Blessings, beloved. My name is Connie Preston Parker. My earliest memories are of seeing, hearing, and sensing angels, spirits, and ghosts, and knowing the thoughts and emotions of the people in my life. Over my 60-plus years, through life's ups and downs, I was taught by my Heavenly Father and spiritual guides how to consciously create starseeds of light and love, how to tame and use my spiritual gifts for ascension. In my late 40s, I was given my spirit name and trademark, CC Starseeds. And eventually, I agreed to use my gifts and learn how to be the physical channel for the Ascension Seeds Network, ASN for short. Since I am an open channel to the worlds and dimensions of the spirit realms, the ASN includes but is not limited to Jesus, angels, ascended masters, elementals, animal spirits, crossed over loved ones, and the most important being of all, my Heavenly Father. You are listening to the Muses of a Channel podcast. This is where I am sharing my journey journals, ascension stories, parables, and my spiritual gifts as muses to shift us into conversations with the spiritual realms for love, healing, and ascension. To find out everywhere I am channeling messages and a one, two, three step-by-step program for ascension healing, visit our website, www.ccstarseeds.me. Blessings, beloved. Connie Preston Parker here with another episode of Muses of a Channel. And I'm going to be sharing with you the story seed of when I met my guardian angel and all of the things that I have learned thus far about our guardian angels. And I am still learning. And in fact, I was given some more information this morning while preparing for this episode, so I am excited too to see what comes through, Uh, some new information that um, I have not gleaned before, (laughs) and we are seeking wisdom and knowledge. So after my Reiki experience that I shared in a previous episode, and how I had to decide to really think about and try to understand what is faith over fear and how my Christian upbringing or you know the 30 years of Christian living that I had uh, and how I had been taught how how those things had shaped my beliefs and my life And many of those beliefs were limiting beliefs. And so, um, so as I was dealing with all of that at the time, it was very difficult to uh, really grasp. You know, it's like, I guess I had one of those moments like, how blind have I been? How blind have I been? Everything that I thought I knew and took for granted was turned upside down 
in my mind and, and I was grasping for how to reconcile these misbeliefs and misalignments that I now had in my life. But I had my foundation. We cannot deny the facts of our life and the facts of my life and my education and the way I had lived 30 plus years of my life was on the Christian foundation. And a lot of times when we begin to ascend, if we have a Christian background and we start realizing that we weren't taught correctly, that what we thought was the truth was not the truth. And this happens to people as they begin to awaken and they begin to see things from a spiritual side and not just from a religious teaching side. And we have those moments and we have to reconcile our beliefs. And I like to say, don't throw out the baby with the baby water. Although I did that and I know many people who are ascending who have done that too. And uh, so I really wanted to not, uh, I wanted to, I knew that the experiences that I had had in the Christian church were real. I knew that my relationship with Heavenly Father was real. And so I couldn't just throw those out. And um, so I came across a book by, um, Lorna Brine, and I don't know if I'm saying her last name right, but I will have a link uh, in the description. But I came across this book that she wrote, and it's called Angels in My Hair. And um, when I read this book, and it's an autobiography type book that she wrote about how she saw angels when she was a child, and how her angels... These angels told her, but don't tell anybody because they'll lock you up in an insane asylum. <laughs> and uh, just a little side note, also in the beginning of my awakening, my guides would tell me, Connie, people are going to think you're crazy. Are you okay with that? You're going to have to be okay with that. <laughs> and so you may think I'm crazy, but that's okay. But I read this book um, by Lorna Brin and about how she had communicated with angels as a child. And it made me remember the times and experiences that I had had as a child. And, uh, and even in the 30 years of my Christian uh, background of the different uh, spiritual um, visions that I had and communications that I had, uh, with Archangel Michael and uh, little fairies, uh, Ariel, and some other stories that I've shared or not shared yet. But it made me remember those. And I thought, why did I just let those go? You know, why did I, why did I not recognize them as profound? And I would challenge you, do you have things, like if you had metaphysical experiences that you don't really want to acknowledge because they'll make you different or they'll make you unique or they don't go along with your faith and what you've been taught but nevertheless they're there and you don't know how to classify them in your mind and so that we ignore them we just push it aside 
even if it was a very profound experience, uh, we may not want to actually confess that to ourselves or to anyone else. And so that's what I had done with all of my experiences of my childhood, communicating with animals and angels and, you know, all these other things. And um, I didn't know how to deal with them. So when I read this book, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to open my eyes. I'm not going to be blind anymore. I'm going to explore the possibilities of my eternal existence. I'm going to take on faith that all of those songs that I sang in church every Sunday for 30 years, you know, that I want more of you. I want to be more like you. I want to have a heart for the things that you have a heart for our God. That I'm going to take it on faith that God's answered my prayers. And even in my childhood, and bringing that, that I am here for a purpose, that I am here to live this existence to the best that I could live it, to its fullest, right? And I know that many of you are wanting that for yourself as well and for your children. And how do you teach your children? Because that's a part of many children are seeing angels. And, uh, you know, we don't encourage that. We discourage it. So then they block that and put walls up as something wrong and bad. But after I read this book, and uh, I don't even know how I came across it. That was a miracle in itself that I came across this book. But so I got into a meditative state, not really understanding what a meditative state was. All I knew was my breathe, balance, and believe just be in this moment. And I share that story in um, ccstarseeds.me in the 123 program and other places as well. I was giving, given some direction for how to breathe and to get into a meditative state, even though I didn't realize that's what I was doing. <laughs> so I got into this meditative space and I said, okay, so if I really have a guardian angel, and most people believe we have a guardian angels, and this author, she experienced angels and I've seen angels, so I believe there's angels. And I believe I have a guardian angel I want to see my guardian angel. And I had my eyes closed, but then I was guided by this internal force, this internal knowing. Open your eyes, Connie. So I opened my eyes, and there in the ceiling above my head was this big, round, beautiful face, beautiful, funny face, because she, it was female, and she had rosy cheeks and a great big smile. And she, like, popped. It kind of, now, I kind of, kind of remind me of the Chester Cat in Alice in Wonderland. She was like, pop! She was there. And she was smiling and grinning and really big. And she says, hello, Dorothy. And I got scared. <laughs> I closed my eyes, shut her out. Shut her out. No, I didn't really expect to see anything. Is that you, beloved? Do you not really expect to see anything or feel anything? When you ask, you will receive. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm going to take my three deep breaths like I was taught in the 
breathe balance believe took my three deep breaths once again opened my eyes once again determined I wasn't going to act in fear this time that I was going to communicate with my guardian angel and I did test the spirit and it felt loving and kind and knowledgeable of me this angel face knew me knew me better than I knew myself and I knew that and I wanted to get to know this guardian angel so we visited and that was way back in 2011 maybe 2012 early 2012 when I had that experience and I have to admit that because of the nature of our guardian angels and even what I've seen on other people, the way our guardian angel works, it's something that we don't understand. We've never been taught. And so some, and that's part of what they were telling me this morning. They were showing me my relationship with, with what I call Glenda. Because I asked her, I said, what should I call you? And she says, call me Glenda. And she was referring to the Wizard of Oz and the, you know, Glenda the Good Witch and me being Dorothy. And I have to be honest, at the time, I didn't get that. Like, I didn't, because I was kind of in shock. <laughs> and so later I'm like, oh, wait, you mean like the Wizard of Oz, Dorothy and Glenda? <laughs> and you kind of like, you know, click your heels three times and you know, and then open your eyes and you're going to be home. And that's the way our guardian angel is. Our guardian angel is like a home on us. Our guardian angel is a part of us. Our guardian angels have been with us for eternity since the conception of our existence. Not just this physical body, but our soul. And that connection, those threads, the DNA chain that goes out to all of our lifetimes. And your guardian angel is unique to you. Your guardian angel has never been with anyone else. And I'm getting confirmation that that is true. And uh, I've never said that out loud before. Many of those th these things that I share with you in Muses of a Channel, I've never spoken out loud. I've written them down, taken notes, relived them in my mind. But I've never spoken them out loud. And when we speak out loud, that's when things become even more clearer and things can come to us. So I do appreciate and thank you for being on this journey with me as we explore our guardian angels. And right now, I want you to know that you have a unique to you guardian angel that's been with you all of your existences through all of your lifetimes and is a part of you, not something separate. Our guardian angels, from what I have observed for myself and on other people's, very rarely ever leaves and, and you know, goes away. So the farthest my guardian angel that I've ever seen her uh, away from me was uh, probably a dozen steps or feet away from me and that was only in that instance and this was back before 2011 when I saw my guardian angel standing before me but I did not know it was my guardian angel and 
And she told me, she said, um, remember you asked the question or you were pondering, when do babies get their guardian angels? And this was from my Christian perspective at that time. And I was asking, well, when, you know, guardian angels, you know, I believe they're real. So when do we get our guardian angels? And during this visit with my guardian angel, pre-awakening, she said, your guardian angel, I, I was attached to you at conception. There is no split. There is no division. I am you. You are me. We are one. We always have been. Well, at that time, I didn't understand any of that. So now as I'm working through these different visions and things that I had had over the years and what I was being taught now, it's like, oh. And all of a sudden it makes more sense when we think about, and this is a big one that they even re have just revealed to me recently when I had someone else's guardian angel looking at me and assessing me and I said what are you doing guardian you know what are you doing you are the guardian angel to this other person why are you assessing me and they said I am assessing you for my person <laughs> so that they would know how to communicate with you clearly they love you and they want to communicate with you in an open an honest way, in a loving way, and they don't know how to do that. So I am helping them assess that. And this, um, this, um, so the word came to me at one time, I called these things that I saw on people that I now know are their guardian angels, I would call them familiar spirits. And that was what had came to me didn't even know what that word meant during my Christian um, life. Uh, I mean, I still call myself a Christian, I guess, Christ-like, trying to be Christ-like. But there's so many mysteries in the Christian, in Christ. So many mysteries. So many mysteries. And this is one of those mysteries our guardian angels and how they have been with us through lifetimes and how they know the karma and the contracts and the um, attractions that we have to the individuals in, in our life that we've lived ever, other lifetimes with. See, your guardian angel knows all of that. It's almost like we could give them the name the karma angel, <laughs> the karma navigator angel. You know, they're going to, they, when you develop your relationship with understanding your guardian angel and how your guardian angel, which is unique to you, holds all of the codes to all of your lifetimes. And you can develop what we call intuition or your instincts. And that is your guardian angel embedded within you and every cell and membrane of your body. See, our guardian angel is not something we just take off, sit, sit to the side. Life would cease to be uh, productive 
without our guardian angels. Our guardian angels are our uh, lifeblood. They are our instincts. They do tell us when to fight, when to flight, when to freeze. Sometimes that's the wisest thing to do. When to observe. When to take action. When to communicate and speak. And when we are following our intuition and our instincts from that higher developed embracing all that we are, eternal souls, when we do that, we walk in wisdom and knowledge for our life, for our activities of daily living. We know when to sit, we know when to stand, we know when we should eat this or that. And we've, um, I shared earlier about Reiki and you know, and that's something different. The aura is different. The chakra system is different. Our guardian angel is more our intuition and our instincts about our life purpose and how to move through those ADLs, those activities of daily living. Let me just see what else I am given to share with you in this episode. So before I go, I've just turned in, tuned in to see any final last messages for you about your guardian angel. And what I'm, I'm getting, and this is coming from my instinct, from my gut feeling, therefore from Glenda, my guardian angel, and she says, it has not been easy for us going forward with this and in this new relationship. I was in the background trying to direct Connie and she was hidden this, or whether she understood what I was saying or not. And even still, she doesn't understand what I say sometimes <laughs> and she guesses and she moves forward and then she finds clarity as she moves along and you will too. As you seek and desire communication with your guardian angel, with your unique perspectives, balancing your life with your karma contracts and agreements and all of your lifetimes, energies, knowings and what you've learned as you manage your physical body without your guardian angel does not know that stuff but along with your aura your chakras and your other guides and things your guardian angel can help you navigate through those things so that you know how to communicate with the people in your life listen and perhaps you will see Perhaps you will smell or taste. Your guardian angel uses all of your five senses. And I'm seeing a satellite dish to help you to know which way to point yourself in this lifetime. Blessings, beloved. And uh, do remember that over at ccstarseeds.me, 
You can uh, get more information about the 123 program, and I have in there um, uh, activation codes, story seeds, and activation codes of other angels, Michael Metatrons, uh, Gabriel, but also for your guardian angel if you want uh, to experience an activation code to help you to meet your guardian angel, there's one over there in the 123 program. I love you. Blessings to all of you who tuned into this broadcast. May you be eternally blessed every day in every way coming and going. A quick reminder, you can find secure links to everywhere we are sharing messages and Ascension Seeds activation codes at our website, www.ccstarseeds.me.